Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you for politics. Over a cup of coffee to talk about politics. As you know, this show is dedicated to one proposition and one proposition only. And that is to talk about those political issues of the day that are relevant to your life so that you can use them to change your world. And how do you do that? Well, you have meaningful conversations with the persuadable people in your world. Not the crazy lefties, or even for that matter, some really crazy righties. But those that are persuadable, and there's a lot of them out there. In fact, there's more of them now than maybe any time in my lifetime. It's powerful. So also is a governor's race. Today, at the bottom of this hour, we'll talk to Jessica Gomez, who has an incredible story of her own life and how she has went from being a um, homeless teenager living on the streets, not entering high school. Until she was like, I think, 16. We'll talk with her about that. Went to graduated high school, went to community college, and then took a job with a semiconductor manufacturer. She then ended up at age 26, partnered with her husband and built from scratch. The first state-of-the-art microchip manufacturing facility in Southern Oregon. So there you go, folks. It's a powerful life story. Now, she is one of many people running in the Republican primary for your vote. We're going to talk with her about that, about why she's running, and frankly how she thinks she can win not only the primary, but also the general election. Again, this is a unique time, very unique time. And it is uh, a, again, maybe in my lifetime, I've never seen the opportunity for people's hearts and their minds to be changed. In terms of their political allegiances. And this is where you come in. This is why you need to learn everything you can about these candidates. I will give you her website. It's jessicagomezforgovernor.com. It's all one word, jessicagomezforgovernor.com. You can learn about her story. You can look at the issues. And we'll talk about all of them with her again at the bottom of the hour. There are other things going on, including... An Oregon corrections administrator, there's a story in the Oregonian, advised employees to seek religious exemptions from the vaccine mandate. Oh, that's going to go over like a lead balloon. And then Portland commissioner, I mean, folks, (laughs) 
you uh, you do that in Kate Brown's administration, you're done. That's Kate. I know her well. Portland Commissioner Joanne Hardesty got a $16,000 judgment over unpaid credit card bills. Oh, did I mention she's running for re-election? Yeah. The Epoch Times has some interesting coverage about a number of things, including Donald Trump saying he does not want to be the next Speaker of the House. Now, some people have been putting this crazy idea out there that Donald Trump could be elected, appointed the next Speaker of the House. And then Joe Biden would resign or be impeached when Republicans take control and blah, blah, blah. Ain't no way. And shouldn't be either. Not in a million years. By the way, did you hear the, um, you know, Madison Cawthorn is this young man who's in a wheelchair from an, an, an accident and he got elected to Congress. Very conservative guy. You know, there was a story yesterday about how he talked about Washington, D.C. elites doing cocaine, inviting him to orgy parties. And that Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, is going to talk to him about his comments. Going to take him to the woodshed. Now, lots has gone on in Washington, D.C. over the years. That isn't too far. I mean, it's documented. Not too far from what Madison Cawthorn is saying. And with the prevailing attitude of what's going on in Washington, D.C., and who's in control, none of that should surprise you. So why would Republican leader McCarthy want to talk to him? Hmm. Wilbur, by the way, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Wilbur writes me an email. If you want to send me an email, I will do my best to read it on the air. It is Jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. He says, conservatives, always wonder why conservatives never use the words molest or kill when it applies to their actions. Hmm. Don't we, Wilbur, I, I think we do call, at least I do anyway, call them as I see them. I mean, most conservatives are people of faith. Not all, but most are. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't do bad things, including molestation, because it happens. People of faith get convicted of molestation, as they should be. So I, I, I don't know that you say we never use those words? And I guess you don't listen to me enough, Wilbur. You know, I thought about you the other day, Wilbur. Hadn't heard from you in forever. Now I just did. Bill Courier, there is news. Former head of the Republican Party of Oregon filed to run for county commissioner unopposed in Benton County. 
Now that'll be fun. And thank you, Dwight, number one, for sending me the Oregon hemp growers face an uncertain future article. Yeah, I'll say. And um, the Constitution class is going to be happening this evening at the River Church. Um, anyway, it's going to happen tonight. It's uh, 7 o'clock. And I think that, and, and this comes from our buddy Walt, I think that uh, there's something else that he's working on. In fact, I've met with him about it that is incredibly important to the future of Oregon. It's called Oregon's People Vote. And this is a group of just activists that are looking at voter data. And what they're finding is most interesting. And we're going to talk about it on the air on a regular basis because they're going to continue to go out and doing what at least in part has been done down in Arizona, knocking on doors of people and asking them a number of questions, taking a survey and getting to the heart of who is voting or rather who is a phantom voter, shall we say. So you see, Walt has three people registered at his home. He, his wife, and someone else they don't know. Imagine that. And that's in Marion County. Anyway, we're going to look at having regular conversations with him. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk lines. Go to Art. Art, good morning. How are you, friend? Boy, that Wilbur. He sure is a troll. I mean, <laughs> where's his evidence when he makes these statements? I wonder why they don't say anything about this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> I I just find it comical, yeah. some of the it statements is he makes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, anyways. Um, so I'm calling today, Jeff, because... You know, one of the most important things that a governor does is she is in charge of putting together the commissions and the boards that she or he, um, you know, puts together these commissions and boards uh, which are supposed to oversee uh, certain agencies and all, all those kind of good things. Um, and so my experience is that there is too much influence by the agencies who get on these boards, uh, and they are held accountable. Just like we, we had the, uh, problem at the employment division, mm -hmm. uh, right. you know, that commission, I mean, that board, should have been overseeing and making sure that, uh, you know, the employment division was doing what they're supposed to. And of course they weren't as you know. And so I think 
that that has been a very dysfunctional, uh, you know, thing in our state government where there's too much input from the agencies on who gets on these commissions and who don't. And of course, then government runs less effectively. Are you there, Art? Okay, you cut out for a second. Oh, did you catch everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that those are powerful questions that, frankly, are well they they impact our everyday life, and we are going to need to address them. Whoever the next governor is, and I'll ask Jessica, Jessica about bureaucrats and and boards and commissions having too much power because every day, Art, as you know, and I'll let you uh, take us to break here, every day boards and commissions in Oregon make decisions that have the force of law. Oh, yeah. Administrative rules. Uh, Jeff, it's just, it's very important. It's one of the dysfunctional things, I think, uh, that has, has hurt our state. You're right. And there's lots of examples of it. Thanks, Art. Great point. Back in a moment. Have a great day, Jeff. In the morning. You too. Bye-bye. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Again, at the bottom of the hour here, we'll talk with Oregon Republican gubernatorial candidate Jessica Gomez. You can check out her website ahead of time. By going to Jessica Gomez for governor dot com. Well, one word, Jessica Gomez for governor dot com. If you're looking for someone to make your life better at home because you're comfortable in terms of heating and cooling, you should talk to Freedom Heating and Air. You know, there's a reason why they have been a steadfast, successful business here during the ups and downs of economic cycles for coming on to 50 years in the Mid-Valley area. And it's because they do a really good job of taking care of you. In fact, those emergency services where they get out to you so quickly is one of the reasons why they've been successful. And it's also one of the reasons why you should think about using them when you have a need. Or if you're thinking about replacing your system because you're just kind of thinking maybe it's a little bit on the... uh, on the downside, give them a call, 503-580-1456. They've got great discounts for veterans, seniors, business people, apartment managers, 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. By the way, uh, we are going to uh, try to... Over the next 
you know, coming weeks as we get closer to the May primary, continued to have conversations with uh, both governor's candidates, but others. And we will um, we will see, including you know, maybe Vance Day. I've known Vance a long time. He's running for the Oregon Court of Appeals and others, uh, including the conservative candidate for mayor here uh, in uh, in Salem. And that is Chain Griggs. So we'll we will try to get a hold of all. The, in fact, if someone has the uh, the contact info for uh, for Chain Griggs, I'd I'd love to get it because I'd love to have them on. By the way, Vance Day is speaking uh, on the eighth of this month at the River Church at the Freedom Business Fellowship meeting Friday, April eighth at the River Church. Just to let you know. Uh, okay, let's go to the phones, and we will go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, Art is so right, and it's not he. He didn't say even the half of it. <clears throat> Oregon has been divided up into <clears throat> excuse me into um, regions, and each region has a board. <clears throat> And those regional boards make decisions that supersede the decisions of the elected um, mayors and um, and uh, the people who are elected in the different places. They they've taken power away from the elected people, and these people are appointed by the governor. That they the. Um, the governor is running Oregon through boards. And if you look up the word Soviet, you know, like Soviet Socialist Russia, Soviet means boards. So Does Oregon it? I didn't is know being that. run huh. in a Soviet manner, a, a communist manner. We are not being run by, um, by the... The supposed elected people, the elected people are subservient to these boards. And while I would, one of the things I did when you praise God that that the uh, Oregon Citizens Lobby got started. Oh my goodness, how wonderful it was! It got me to go to the Capitol. It got me to read the bills. And one of the things I did was go in and just sit for hours in whatever came up in a particular room, you know, like I, I might not have read the bill, but I would just sit through hearings for hours. And one of the hearings I ran across, there's all these low-level hearings that nobody attends. And um, people come out, some people come out for the uh, hearings that are more visual, but but there's many hearings that nobody really attends. Anyway, the um, the people that were on this education board were being displayed in this one hearing. It was just disgusting. And um, and anyway, at the end of the, what this bill had to do with was changing it from nine people on the board to eleven people. 
So that's another way that they're using up our money is they're paying these, they're, they're giving our money to these boards and they're putting more and more people on them. Um, the, the boards are not for our benefit. They are because the governor wants more power. We have to get that through our minds. These people are there to take our money and dispense it for the governor. It's not because they are there to make good policy decisions. Well, you're right. They're not. And when, uh, and I might point out, and I'm going to let you go, Rebecca, I might point out that it was an unelected board of people appointed by Democrat governors that made the decision that the state of Oregon would allow 15-year-olds to have transgender sex reassignment surgery paid for by the taxpayers without parental consent. That was a bore. A kidding. She's absolutely right. Back in a moment with Jessica Gomez, Republican running for governor. Stick around. You'll want to hear what she has to say. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes of the hour. Great to have you with us today on Political Coffee, the show where we talk about political issues of the day and hopefully in a manner that helps you use them to have persuadable and meaningful conversations with people in your world. Because right now, there are lots of persuadable people out there in your world. And I bet if you sit down and you really thought about it, you probably could write down a number of names. Because perhaps the first time in my years of living, I have seen a political shift that I think is maybe unlike we've ever seen before. And that presents opportunity in many ways. And someone who is hoping to um, take advantage of this unique political time and is running for Oregon governor is Jessica Gomez as a Republican. She joins us right now. Jessica, good morning. Welcome to Political Hey, good morning. How are you? Fantastic. Have you had coffee this morning? I mean, you're... You're a business person. You've probably been up for hours. <laughs> yeah, early mornings uh, are are just uh, something you gotta you gotta do. But I don't mind. I like it. Friends, if you want to go to her website, Jessica Gomez for Governor dot com. That's all one word. Jessica Gomez for Governor dot com. Okay, Jessica. The question I ask every candidate who comes on this radio show is your why. Why are you running for governor? You know, I think Oregon needs a, a CEO and a leader who's going to deliver back to Oregonians the, the value that people are paying for with their tax dollars. And right now we are not getting a return on investment. All right, so 
how would you um, how would you change that as governor then? Well, you know, we spend a lot of money in, on in the state. Um, we spend an enormous amount on education. Uh, you know, we've collected more tax dollars in the last uh, couple of years, I think, than ever before. Uh, and those dollars are going wasted. We can see just the, the horrible results that we're getting. I mean, we have rising crime rates. Our state agencies are barely able to just do the, the basics of, of kind of delivering on, on those core functions. I mean, even the employment department can't even get out unemployment checks. We saw that during the pandemic. So as governor um, and you know, CEO of the state, it becomes your responsibility to build those teams and make sure that um, you know, we've got a functional state that's, that's capable of, again, delivering um, value back to people and kind of fulfilling that core mission of state government. So, fair enough. Um, you know, I can tell you my experience, I served eight years in the House of Representatives and um, have been around government a long time. I have seen, you know, with almost 40 years of Democrat governors, recycled bureaucrats just move from one agency to the other. Instead of getting fired, they usually get promoted to someplace else to continue with incompetence. So one of the things that I've advocated for is a Republican like yourself coming into the governorship and cleaning house. So is that something you would do? And then who would you replace them with? I think it's really, really important. It's something that business people do all the time is that we build teams. And if we, you know, if if there's someone that's not performing, uh, you know, it might be time for them to move on. And I think that's the case, especially with some of our agency heads. Um, You know, that's a that's a pretty typical thing to do for any administration. But again, what we've seen is just political appointees, right, that are put in place in these really Mm -hmm. important positions. Um, and, and they're just not, not delivering. Um, there's a lot of positions to fill. There's a lot of, uh, boards and commissions also that, that, um, you know, those positions need to be filled. And so, you know, it's a process of, of going out and recruiting the very, very best that you can find and then, and then putting them in place. Um, and so I'm not going to name names, but we'll have a great team. We're talking with Jessica Gomez. She's Republican running for governor. You can visit her website and learn more about her life story, which is pretty profound. It's articulated on her website, and that is jessicagomezforgovernor.com, jessicagomezforgovernor.com. I'm glad you brought up boards and commissions. Because one of our callers, an old friend of mine, uh, who's uh, a blind businessman uh, who lobbied me when I uh, served in the legislature and we've been friends all of these years. I served in in the late nineties into the two thousands and he listens to the show and he called today with what I think is an incredibly important question. And and I need to ask it of you. Yeah. Increasingly, Jessica boards and commissions in Oregon are given by the legislature and by the governor, really the power to interpret not only the law, but the administrative rules. The case in point was uh, the unelected board that made a decision that 15-year-olds, this was a few years ago, in Oregon could get a sex change operation without parental consent and that the taxpayers could even pay for it at 15. 
There's an example, but there are many, many others uh, when it comes to financial issues and all of these things. So how can you, as a governor, rein in the power of unelected bureaucrats, in essence, political appointees, making decisions that have, in effect, the rule of law? How would you change that? Well, I think the first thing that you really need to do is we have to have balance on those boards and commissions. Many, many times, um, the I think the focus is on, um, let's say, diversity, cultural diversity, potentially, and not competency um, for these, some of these board positions. Um, and I think it's really important, again, to get the right people um, on these boards and commissions. There are some that are really, really important. Um, and there are some that are just uh, sort of advisory, right? And, and knowing the difference um, uh, can, can really impact uh, the future of the state. And so, you know, if you think about some of the water commissions and, you know, the natural resource, people who are talking about and, and making decisions on natural resource management. I mean, those things are really, really important. And they have to, you've got to have people on there that are well balanced politically. So a lot of times what will happen is we put activists on those boards. And in my opinion, activists don't really belong in, in state government. They, are, they have a very sort of narrow agenda. And um, when you put them in a place where they're making broad decisions, uh, the outcomes are just really um, not what the state, that's what's healthy for the state. Well, yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, there, there is no one that you can appoint to a border commission, however, that doesn't have political opinions, right? It doesn't have a point sure. of view. I, I, I think, Jessica, I mean, the, the bright line for me as a legislator always was if I didn't have a life experience viewpoint on a particular issue, and as legislators, you get the kitchen sink thrown at you in terms of issues that you don't have any understanding or experience about. The way I would judge that is I would judge it by saying, okay, is it good policy broadly for the people of Oregon, like I think you've just articulated? Is it fair? Is it balanced? And I think the people that you need to appoint as a governor to these boards and commissions would would need to have a perspective like that and keep they're sort of like judges, right? Jessica, they, they want to keep their personal biases out and really look at the policy. I know that's really wonkish, but this is the stuff that affects our everyday life. Yeah understand the policy and understand the impact, right? And, and I think a lot of times what we get is um, some of the decisions are really pushed by staff. And so when you're on one of these boards, it's, you know, you spend uh, three, four hours a month, maybe more, maybe a little more working on these issues, but you're not living it, breathing it every day. And so um, it, it also really makes a difference to have good balance staff that are presenting things in a way where people can really get the right information that they're basing their decisions on. Yeah, I've seen that in action. We've got about three minutes left. So I, I also wanted to uh, just talk with you about what what do you think are the issues that will elect you in the primary of the Republican Party? And are those the same issues that cross over into the general election? Or do you think there have to be other issues that are articulated? Well, there's some, some hot button issues, as you know, for Republicans. Uh, um, mandates are one. Uh, people were, you know, felt like 
and this is true. I mean, we had a state that was that was very, very handed, heavy handed when it came to you know vaccines, mask. Man- we just got a mask mandate lifted. I mean, two, three weeks ago, something like this. So, and we were one of the last states. So people were people are really upset about um, sort of that that infringement on their on their own freedoms. And you know, I think in the general election, it's going to become. Um, the issues will be broader, um, and those are the issues we've been talking about for the entire campaign. Um, business issues, talking about economic issues. You know, we've got rising inflation rates. That's actually, in some cases, worse in Oregon, um, depending on where you live, because of the policy decisions that we've made. Um, and I think uh, public safety is huge. Getting these unsheltered, homeless uh, people off the streets and into long-term rehabilitation programs, you know, getting those, the garbage and the blight cleaned up so that we can prepare our urban areas for reinvestment and start bringing these um, retail businesses back into downtown. Um, those are, those are real life issues that people are concerned with. Um, and then you got education, right? We're not graduating kids that are um, in, in a lot of cases prepared for work and prepared for higher education. Jessica, unfortunately, that's the end of our time. Deep appreciate you putting us in your home. Jessica Gomez for governor.com is the website, friends. Check it out. You can contact her and get involved. Jessica Gomez for governor. Thanks, Jessica. Back in a moment. It is 640. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. If you you want to get in on the conversation of the things that we're talking about today? You just heard Jessica Gomez, one of the Republicans running uh, and trying to make the case for governor to you. You can check out her website, jessicagomezforgovernor.com. You can look at all of the issues. You can look at what she says. You can read her life story. And it is compelling. To be sure. As is, and thanks to Greg L., the, if you want to send me an email, it is jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The leaked Zoom call of Disney executives. This is a Gateway Pundit story also. No, excuse me, it's Liberty Daily story. Confirmed by Disney executive, we're coming to sexually pervert your children. They have a secret gay agenda. This is a leaked Zoom call. Now, this goes to the Gateway Pundit story. A Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, saying Disney has crossed the line. They don't run Florida. They don't control the state. You know, if you want to take your kids to the happiest place on earth, 
Maybe you ought to think about going somewhere else. And you probably ought to let Disney know what you think of their agenda. It's really stunning. Is it not? So also is your opportunity, friends, to live in a warm, safe, and a dry house. That means your roof can't leak. We got some rain coming. Not, a, not a, a right away, but there's supposed to be a soaker on Sunday or Monday. And if your roof is leaking, you need to get it fixed and right away. And Fire for Roofing is the company you want to call. Their second-generation family only been here in the Mid-Valley area since 1978. They do complete roof replacement. They have this product, you, which you can only get from them, called Roof Max which is a soybean-based, all-natural product. It gets sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof, and it gives it new life, extends the life of it, and all at the fraction of a cost of a new roof. They do roof repair. If you are having leaks, call them. They'll come out and fix it for you. They do roof cleaning. They do gutter systems. All of that to your satisfaction. Give them a call, 503-647-4725-647-4725, or check out their website, pfeifferroofing.com. It's P-F-E-I-F-E-R roofing.com. Julie writes an email about boards and commissions. Appointees to these boards should represent all areas of the state, not just the Portland and the Valley. Absolutely no one from Portland can possibly understand problems or goals of southern or eastern Oregon. All parts of the state and all age groups should be represented. A 30-something cannot understand the needs and problems of a 70-something. You know, generally, I, I think that's true, but I mean, this gets back to what Art was talking about, and frankly, with, with what Jessica said, you know, finding qualified people to sit on boards. So what would qualified people be? What would that mean? Well, I think it has to be someone who is willing to look at the issues and to understand the perspective of the other person. The other areas of the state. So you have to have this idea. Yes, you may have an ideology, as I pointed out to Jessica, and this is true. All of us have them. But at some point, there are values and principles that have to enter into your decision process on a board or a commission. I can tell you from personal experience that when I sat on the Sublimity Fire Board for almost 17 years, there were issues that came up before us that we needed to judge on their merit as to what was really in the best interest of our community. And sometimes my personal biases against them, I literally would, would set them aside. And sometimes I made a decision that, you know, I didn't entirely like, but I felt overall it was in the best interest. There were other times I made decisions that literally crossed the line with me philosophically, ideologically, based on my values and my principles as to what was good government and that it wouldn't 
be good for the community. So I frankly would would vote no. I think that's how a governor has to look at who you're choosing to serve on boards and commissions. Because again, after all, they have power over your life. Now, the legislatures give them the power. There's another Gateway Pundit story today about a bill that would require all California workers to be vaccinated against COVID. That bill got put on hold by a Democrat assemblywoman (laughs) after, guess what? Major pushback. Now, friends, you know as well as I do, the left is never going to stop this stuff. They're going to keep trying to do this. They're going to push it. Yeah, they may pull back now because they're reading the polls and they know it's going to hurt them. But boy, it's not going away. We have to stand firm every day. Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker who is really good at what she does. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, you should consider calling Rebecca Donaldson. She'll do a really great job for you. That's her reputation. 503-269-0747. Or check out her website, Rebecca's Got Houses. Dot com. It's all one word. Rebecca's got houses dot com. By the way, um, there is a a project sixty five. It is a project that seeks to kill all the Trump lawyers by canceling them. It's the progressive left's latest move to destroy America. Folks, if they can do that to Trump's lawyers, imagine what they can do to you. In fact, some of you, some of you experience it because the left comes after you. I want to remind you also that Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor you can trust. If you go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, you'll figure that out for yourself. Because you read the great customer testimonials of the great work that they've done in the most sensitive areas of your home, like your bathroom, like your your kitchen remodel. They're really good at that. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Tomorrow, we will be back. No doubt, we'll be talking to others as we go through this elective cycle. Keep praying for this great nation. Keep praying for the state. We need a lot of it. We need great leadership. And then be willing to stand up and fight for everything you believe in. See you tomorrow, friends. Make it a great day.